Welcome to Figuring Out Homestead Life with Ginny and Allison. Hi, Allison. Hey, Ginny. How are you today? Good. How are you? Good. Good, good, good. What's been What's been new with you this week? I'm drinking kombucha. Ooh. How is it? It's yummy. Oh, I really like, so I made a lemon, like lemon peel and ginger, and I really like it. I didn't think I would, but I really like it. Okay. It's not too, like, strong medicinal? Um, no. No, it's not. Definitely. I thought it, I thought it would be, like, way too, like, pucker factor. Yeah. It's really good. Cool. Um, I also made a strawberry mango ginger one, and it's not bad. But compared to the lemon ginger, it's like, meh. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. I also made some chocolate chip cookies. Ooh. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, the kitchen stuff's always going. So, yep. I went and picked up eight quarts of strawberries and successfully um, uh, strawberry jam. Wee! <laughs> Randy last night said it tasted like Smuckers. He liked it. He taste tested it. He liked it. So... Okay. He's a Smucker's fan, and I don't like their ingredients, so he approved of this. Good, for good. Good Yeah, you probably could have just switched it in, and he wouldn't have known. Probably. <laughs> he doesn't like sneaky things, though, oh. so. And he's going to listen to this. <laughs> <laughs> so there'll be no sneakiness in my house. Uh-oh. <laughs> I try to do that sometimes with Luke. <laughs> but he's he helping things like- in. I'm like, see, if you had, if you had known, you wouldn't have tried it. <laughs> That's right. That's right. What have you been up to? Did you get your kombucha? No. Your- There's a whole to do. I had to put in a like a help. I because I went through. I bought it through Etsy, so now I have like a a file to complaint <laughs> with it. Oh, no. And I ordered another one from someone else, and they've already shipped it. So okay. hopefully, so- have that within you know five days or so. So. I'm sorry, you cut out. Oh, so yeah, I I, I ordered a new one and um, it's already been shipped. So that should be in the works at some point in the near future. Cool. So yeah, I got, I have the, I have that. What do we do? Oh, over the weekend, we started building the chicken tractor. Um, So that's been going good. We really just need to wrap it in wire and put the roof on and then that's good to go. And add wheels. We have to add, we're going to add two wheels in the back because it is quite heavy. When we were building, yeah, like Luke's like, well, no, we need more wood to support. I'm like, but it's getting heavier and heavier. The, the wheels, I think, will help. And then I've been baking some sourdough breads, which was nice. They came out pretty good. My ones last week were kind of eh, but these ones came out nice. So I think my starter's like back to being very healthy. So awesome. I think that's about it for fun. So my, my confession is that I ordered my SCOBY off of Amazon. Oh, okay. It's probably, okay, whatever. It came quick. <laughs> it arrived quickly. Yeah. And it's working. So it's yeah. healthy. Right, right. That's all that matters. <laughs> that's all that matters. I mean, half the time the stuff on Etsy is the same as the stuff on Amazon. So that's true. That's yeah. Yes. So mine technically it came from Texas. Oh company in Texas. Yeah. I think mine's coming from California. It's like Joshua Tree Ferments or something. Okay. Um, So and they shipped so that's good. 
Cool. What's been going on here is we've put Claire the calf out with the uh, Angus peppers. Mm. And she's nursing off of them. Oh. They don't have milk. They've never been bred. They, like, did they see her and start producing milk? (laughs) No. They, then they've been letting her, which is weird to me. It's like. Aw. They're just naturally maternal. Right. So, I don't know if it's normal. I don't know if it's (laughs) supposed to be happening. Right. That's cute, though, because I did see one of your Instagrams and the one I think Ethel was like licking her and loving on her. I'm like, oh, that's so cute. It is. It's super sweet. It's like, yeah. It's nice that they're kind to her. They can be really mean. Right. Well, they're kind of young, too, still, right? So maybe does that have something to do with it? They could. Um, They're both a little over a year old now. Um, and they were raised with their moms mm-hmm. out in the field until they were five and six months old. Mm-hmm. So maybe they just naturally got that instinct. Right. Ah, little cuties. Yeah. Cows. <laughs> Who knew? <laughs> so the topic for the week. Yes. Is... Yeah, we're talking about gardening, which I'm excited to talk about. So Yay. I love gardening. <laughs> I do too. I do too. Growing things is fun. Yes. So do you want to get started? Like what do you want to talk about what our prior experience was before we landed where we're at now? Absolutely. Sure. So I'll start. Yeah. Okay. So I grew up as a city kid, mostly for the most part, I grew up as a city kid. Um, We would spend summers with our grandmother in Southeastern New Mexico. She had a vegetable garden and lots of fruit trees in her backyard in her very, um, not even suburbs. She, she lived in town, but she had this amazing garden and fruit trees and cactus plants. Not a fan of cactus. A little bit of childhood trauma there. Um, did they but I, what's that? Did they eat the cactus? Because can't you eat certain kinds of cactus? You can. Hers were purely decorative. Okay. Yeah, it's southwestern New Mexico, very dry, arid. They grow really well out there. Yeah. Um, but she didn't eat them, no. I grew up summers with our grandmother with her garden and picking fruit right off the trees and eating it and it was awesome yeah Um, and then about the time I was nine years old my parents bought a greenhouse which basically in New Mexico called hot houses Mm. Um, and they started off with hydroponic tomatoes so from the time I was nine until just about 16 we had greenhouses and Again, start off with tomatoes and then rolled into bedding plants. Um, mostly flowers, mostly decorative stuff at that point. High school and then college, some college. Won't go there. <laughs> um, and then I didn't get like really back into nutrition and healthy food until I joined the Coast Guard and, you know, became important to me. Mm-hmm. And then when it really became important to me is when the clock started ticking and uh, I, you know, had that itch to have a baby, and I started really seriously paying attention to what I was eating and making sure I was getting the nutritional value from my food. And you? Um, so not too much experience. I think my parent, my mom, might have had like a little garden here and there, not very consistently. You know, as I was, as I was growing up, I know I've always lived in New England, so it's always just been like a, you know, the stereotypical summer garden 
grow some zucchini, maybe a couple tomatoes, a cucumber, you know, something like easy stuff like that, but very small. When I was in my townhouse with Luke before Hampshire, he built me a really big, well, it seemed really big there, but it's, it, it really wasn't in reality, but he built me a big raised bed. So I had that just like on top of pavement. So I was able to grow a, you know, a few things and had herbs and pots and stuff like that. So when we moved to this house, this is really my first time having a lot, you know, a, a, which it's not even that large compared to, but a large garden that I'm able to grow, you know, spring, summer, fall stuff. So I guess that was, so 2019, we moved here. I don't think I got in a garden the first year because it was already June when we moved in. So I guess 2020 was really my first big delve into gardening. So I'm still a baby, a baby gardener, I guess. <laughs> That's, see, we're both at different points in yeah. life. Yeah. And that is, it's totally awesome. Yeah. I mean, we all have to start somewhere, right? Yeah. yeah. And it's been going good. It's been fun. So. Yeah. So before Randy and I met, I did live in an apartment um, and it was just grass all around us, but some neighbors and I, um, had started talking and they wanted to have a garden and I wanted to have a garden and we convinced our landlord to uh, let us put in a garden. Oh, and we started cool. growing some basil and tomatoes and some peppers. That's awesome. Grow, you can grow stuff uh, anywhere, an apartment on your deck, in your windowsill. So yeah, that's cool. Yeah. Yes. Um, so how do you go about selecting what type of stuff you're going to grow? For, We've gotten to the point where it's always really cool when you see what everybody else is growing. It's like, ooh, I want to grow that. It comes down to, will we eat it? Yep. <laughs> uh, we've gotten to the point, it's like, we need to stop growing things if we're not going to use it. Yeah, I try to focus on what we're going to eat. So Luke doesn't like zucchini, doesn't like squash, really, doesn't like many greens. So I don't grow any of that because especially zucchini takes up a lot of space. So I'm like, I'm not going to... Yeah. There's no point in growing it. So I try to focus on stuff that will last us, um, like storage type of things, like carrots, mm -hmm. cabbage, stuff that I can can, like tomatoes, green beans. Um, <laughs> do, do a lot of onions, garlic, kind of like more staple mm -hmm. type of stuff. Not a lot of like fun things, I guess, per se. Yes. A lot of peppers those are kind of like my fun stuff as different varieties of peppers so it's funny because you mentioned luke doesn't like certain things so randy doesn't like tomatoes oh okay but he likes tomato sauce well like, actually the same with luke he won't eat a fresh tomato like my favorite thing is a tomato sandwich in the summer there's like literally nothing better than that he would never eat that but he'll eat tomato sauce you know salsa stuff with tomatoes but not just a tomato <laughs> we're gonna sidebar here uh tomato sandwich so big fat juicy tomato sliced it could be thick thick slices i'm gonna go with thick slices yeah the mayonnaise mm -hmm. um, and typically it's either on fresh sourdough or white bread yep okay maybe a little bit of salt and pepper yep salt <laughs> then if you want to get really good you can almost make a blt and add some bacon on it Oh, well, yeah. That's pretty good, too. <laughs> I can't wait till we're into that season. Yes, that would be nice. That would be nice. 
Um, so yeah, we grew up eating tomato sandwiches with my grandmother in the summer. That's where I was introduced to them. So yep. I love them. Yes. So we good. do have, we, yeah, sorry, kind of all over the place right there. Our kids are adults, <laughs> so they either have their own gardens or don't garden. Um, and uh, so it's just the two of us. Um, so I haven't been really good about planning when we do like overplant. Uh, because we have visitors to the homestead, we give a lot of stuff away. Oh, that's cool. Yes. Plus, you have livestock that could always eat, like, like going bad or whatever. Absolutely, yes. Yeah, so I haven't been that good about that either. My goal for this year was to keep really good records, which mm -hmm. is beautiful homes, like a planner, like specifically for homesteaders that Joe Winger put out. It's awesome. I love it never used it <laughs> i think I no i'm awful i cannot use a planner i don't know what is wrong with me i think i might have like when i first got it i was all like yeah i'm gonna do this and started filling it out and that lasted like two weeks and then i it's now i'm like it's a lost cause so that's yeah i need to get better at that i do know um there's lots of resources for charts and stuff online like melissa norris has a whole thing on her blog or her website um with charts to put in how many people are in your family what do you usually buy at the grocery store and then how to kind of convert that into how many plants you should plant so there are good resources out there for people that are better at planning <laughs> yeah. so i am a huge organizer person i love my planner i'm not i'm not always the most detailed with it but I try to at least make notes in it, especially when we plant stuff. Um, and like for brewing kombucha or making sourdough, it's like I like making notes about certain mm -hmm. things. And I only just recently, like within the past two weeks, learned about Jill Winger's planner. I should have so, brought it to you. I wish we talked about this before. It's literally beautiful. It's the best planner. It's like, because it's so specific for your livestock, your feed, what you're selling. Like it's just all these things that aren't in a normal planner, you know? I'm, I'm getting one for 2024, so she better she better come out with it for 2024. I'm sure she will. I think they always sell out. Good. So. Okay, as soon as I see them, it's like boom, getting it. <laughs> awesome. Yes, I love I love planners. Yeah, I want to love them. I do love them, but then I I don't know why I can't stick with it. I make like a list every week. Mm -hmm. like a scrap piece of paper and I keep it on my countertop that's like the extent of my plan of my planning oh so what I like so the planner that I currently have is it has the month so you see the month on two pages side by side and then in the back you have like a week so mm -hmm. each week has its own page so that you can do more detailed notes and I just I love that yeah maybe one day I'll be mature enough to to do it <laughs> Oh yeah, it took me it took me a while to get there. So, <laughs> getting back to gardening. Yes. Sidebar. Um, okay. <laughs> do you do um? Do you do a lot of seed starting, or do you mostly buy started plants, or? So back back in the day, I used to love. I still do love starting plants from seeds because to me, there's nothing more awesome than putting a seed in the ground and watching it grow. Mm -hmm. um, so like with our tomatoes, not with tomatoes, not tomatoes, with our pumpkins, those we direct sow seed into the ground. Um, the rest of it, we have a really great um, nursery 
it's not really a nursery. Um, greenhouse, hothouses, um, just two miles up the road from us. Oh. And they're awesome people, and I love going there, and their tomato plants are always phenomenal. And they have a good selection. So I can get the San Marzanos, I can get the Romas, I can get the beef, beef steak, beef mm-hmm. boys, big beef, beefy tomatoes, the big slicing tomatoes. Yep. Um, so they have a great selection, um, and they're seasonal. So it's it's easier just to go get them because lately with with everything else going on, right, it's one less thing to worry about for me. Yep. Yeah, I do kind of a mixture. I direct so what I can, but mm-hmm. I, I don't usually buy a lot of starts. I, I do do a lot of seed starting because um, by the time, like when you're in that depth of winter and you just want to do something mm-hmm. <laughs> with whatever, which that's a, sometimes can be a problem I have at starting my seeds too early, then it's still freezing out and I have these giant plants that don't even fit on the shelf anymore. But um, I, I do do a lot of that. And um, the past two years, I've grown extra because you don't know what could happen. So I do always have a lot of extra. And I've been selling at the end of the driveway. Um, so that's sometimes they all sell, sometimes they don't. But now that I have the eggs, I feel like this year it was a little bit people were stopping anyways. And they were like, oh, what are these plants? So but that's, it, that's great that you can sell them. Yeah. And I know I'm selling them for way cheaper than what you get them at even like Lowe's or Home Depot and their organic um, non-GMO plants. So great. Yeah. What do you use for your seed sources? Um, I use, so I have a, I use mostly Baker Creek um, seed saver exchange. Mm -hmm. Some stuff I get from Johnny seeds, like my um, potato, my potato, my seed potatoes, and usually my onion sets I get from Mm -hmm. Johnny seeds. Um, I did find a new company called Survival Seeds. So they sell and it's, um, you can, so you can seed save from them. So they're the open pollinated plants and they come in like a big pack. You can get like a farmer pack, a homesteader pack, or there's like three different sizes. The farmer pack has like, you know, 150 kinds or, and it just kind of gets less and less. So I think I got the medium size. Um, but I actually, I grabbed a packet so I could show on here because it has, they come in these nice little packages, but on the back, it has the written directions for that particular plant, how to save, save the seeds. Cause not, especially if you're just starting, you don't know how to save the seeds. So it does have the, the directions for each plant that they're sending you on how to save the seeds. So then theoretically you, you only need to buy them once and then you just, That's- have your seeds every year. So, that's awesome. Yeah. So I don't have cost savings. The only thing I've ever seen is the directions on how to plant them, how to sow the seeds, not how to harvest. Yeah. That's, not how to save the seeds. That's cool. Yeah. Very cool. Oh, I, I like that. So, because um, that can be expensive, especially if you get real excited and you are overzealous in the winter and you buy a million seeds. That can it can add up because you get a little happy when you get the catalogs in the mail in the middle of the winter and you're like, ooh. seeds so while we don't you know necessarily still start a lot from seeds we still buy seeds (laughs) even randy he's like he's look at the seed list to make sure i'm not missing anything it's like are we gonna plant them (laughs) yeah we we really need to get better this year 
this year has been difficult. Our garden has been really difficult for us this year. I'm not quite sure why. Mine's struggling a little too. I think it's because of the excessive amount of rain and the lack of sunshine because it's been not even super warm. Some days are still like high 60s, low 70s, and it's always overcast and raining. Everything has mushrooms growing in it. The weeds are loving it, but I can't really get out there in long periods of time because it's constantly raining. So hopefully the rain, I know some people are in a drought. We're in like a tsunami of rain every day. So yeah, we've been having thunderstorms this week. So it's been, it's been interesting. We had some like massive hail. Oh, um, Monday we, it was like, it wasn't just your, normally we just get a little bit of hail. These were like chunks of ice coming from the sky. And it was like, whoa. Yeah. That's not Uh, good. Cause that can garden that can like shred it up. So yes. Uh, Fortunately, we don't have a lot of stuff planted. Okay. So, So I can tell you in the ground, we have potatoes. Um, and actually, our potatoes, we planted from last year's potatoes. Oh. So we saved potatoes, and we used them as seed potatoes. So they're our potatoes, which is really mm-hmm. kind of cool. Yeah. Um, potatoes, tomatoes, onions, and peppers. Um, and then pumpkins. Randy started the pumpkin patch. Um, and then in, I have a separate garden. So that's like our vegetable garden. And then I have an herb garden. Um and the herb garden, I'm trying to do mostly perennials, but then like I plant celery. Mm-hmm. Um, I get celery starts from the neighbors, the neighbors up the hill. Um, okay. And the first time, the first year I grew celery, it was honestly, I, I never knew celery could taste like that. Is that the celery I got from you was last year? Because I took home a bunch of it because you had a lot, it seemed like. <laughs> yes. Well, last year I got a whole flat from them oh okay this year I only got two six packs okay because yeah I I actually I have it still it's frozen I I blanched it and cut it up and froze it and it's I so I still have some of that celery cool it's great for soups yeah that's yeah stews and yeah yeah for making stock whatever throw some Mm -hmm. of that in there so yes yeah so what about do you have any tips for trying to cut costs because it can't so, be expensive. I mean, it can add up if depending on how you're going about it. Right. So if you're if you're starting seeds, that's one thing. So if you're starting seeds, you need to get the the soil, the potting mix, the soil, the pots or the trays. So that can really add up. Mm-hmm. So on those types of things, like for the pots and the trays, I would suggest planning ahead and maybe buying them when they're on sale at the end of the season to plan for next year. Um, you don't have to go with like, so I love Baker Creek and I don't, I think I don't, I don't see the Baker Creek seeds are necessarily expensive. I think they're pretty reasonably priced. Yeah. Um, but you can, you can go to, you know, the Dollar Tree or Dollar General and pick up seeds there. I would check and see where the seeds come from. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, you can, you can get seeds. You can do she- seed sharing, like go onto Facebook and see if people have seeds. That oh, they, that's-, that's a couple of my suggestions for saving money on seeds, on seed starting. Okay. Yeah. I, well, so 
for like the pots and stuff you were saying, I just use solo cups. Okay. So you, I just buy like a giant pack of like a hundred or whatever they come at at BJ's. I just poke holes in the bottom and I use like a, I go to the arts and crafts section to get the little sticks instead of buying the sticks that are for gardening. Cause they're like twice the price, probably more, but it's the same yeah. as wooden stick. So, um, and then you can just save the cups as long as they don't crack or whatever. Like I think I just bought two years ago and I still have the same solo cups that I'm using, or you can save like sour cream containers, yogurt, strawberry container, all that stuff. Um, yeah. Egg cartons. Yeah. Yeah. So you can save really all, you know, all that trash or whatever and, and start your seeds in. Repurpose. Yeah. So that, those are great ideas. Yeah. You can also, so if you're not just vegetable gardening, but if you're looking for perennials, um, like some people have a ton of comfrey, a ton, literally <laughs> a ton of comfrey. You can see if, you know, they want to share some with you. So, and if you yeah. need more, Vinny, let me know. <laughs> yeah. I, well, it's growing back because I had cut it off to just the thing and it's already coming up. I was like, I didn't even think it was going to come up until next year. I didn't think it was going to come up, but it's already, I'm like, oh, wow, that's a hardy little plant there. <laughs> They're very hardy. Yeah, that's great. I was going to say, too, you can maybe even find, like, plant swaps on Mm -hmm. book, or if there isn't one, try to start one. Like, if you have a church or a group or whatever, see if they want to do a plant swap, and you can do the perennials. Yes. You could go to a farmer's market, and if you go, like, farmer's markets where they, when they sell plants, sometimes if you go later in the day, they don't want to take stuff back with them. They may discount it. Yep, yep. So, yeah. yeah, lots of good ideas. Are you growing anything new or exciting this year? Or um, What did I plant? So last fall, I technically last summer, I added some herbs to the garden, to the herb garden. Um, so I added catnip and it came back. I added echinacea or purple coneflower mm-hmm. um, and that came back. <laughs> Uh, the yarrow, I think yarrow kind of grows wild around here anyway. Yeah. Um, I did get a yarrow plant from a friend and it did not come back. Oh, it got, okay. But it kind of like grows all over the place. Uh, yeah. Our yarrow is like everywhere, <laughs> everywhere. <laughs> it spreads all over, which is fine, but it's like, you have to kind of keep it under control because it will go everywhere. Um, we're growing tomatillos for the first time this year. Thing that I decided to try to make salsa verde with awesome I love salsa verde yeah they Randy's not a fan but oh really yeah I think Luke likes it I I think I think we've had it before <laughs> any resources that you want to mention well gardening books for me I I'm a I didn't actually bring oh I did bring a gardening book over um the big book of gardening skills um I'm I'm a hard paper kind of I'd like to see it in print type of person. Yeah. Um, I know there's a lot of websites that help you do garden planning and that type of thing. Yep. Yeah. I, I brought over a couple of books. So I really like Monty Don. I don't know if anyone listening likes Monty Don. He's a British man. I love hearing him talk. So I have his book, um, the complete gardener. Um, he also has a television show that you can find. It's in, a, if you have Brit box, you can watch the show like as it's airing. 
um because it's obviously a british show i think it's on the british like version yes but you can find it on youtube it's called gardener's world i like watching that i also have this one called the humane gardener oh nancy lawson um Mm -hmm. nurturing a backyard habitat for wildlife so it's kind of about how to just work work with nature rather than trying to against nature which is you know which is nice and then i have um new uh getting started garden guide for new england because i'm obviously in new england um so that was all just to try to pick native things that will grow better in this area um there's also homestead and chill on instagram that i really enjoy she posts a lot of tutorials she has a blog too with very detailed instructions on how to do various gardening um, things and also cooking cooking with the, the stuff that you're gar- you know harvesting how to make different um, salves all sorts of stuff um, with calendula or mm-hmm. you know different medicinal plants that you grow so she's I think very help uh, a lot of knowledge there yes um, another one I like is this one the homestead herbal companion by mm-hmm. Amy Fuel I'm not sure if you're familiar I don't that. I feel like that book looks familiar I um, might or maybe I've looked at it at your house. It looks familiar to me. It's a possibility. You can look at it again next time you come. <laughs> um, she talks about all different t- types of, clearly, herbal things, um, and including growing them and starting them. Starting them. So, yes, cool. the health benefits of them, that type of stuff. Yes. Do you want to talk about any, like, garden wins or garden fails? Or So, most of my fails have to do with weeds. Um, Because the weeds grow like rocks around here very, very well. Um, So that's that's most of my fails. Um, And then another part of that is um, the preserving fails. So we grew sweet corn one year and it was so good, fresh off the vine. And then I tried to can it and it canned and it was brown. Oh, I think that's from the sugar in the corn, though, just changing the color of it. Did it still taste good or no? It tasted all right. It wasn't okay. It wasn't like I wanted it to be. <laughs> yeah. I canned corn too last year from like a local, we don't grow corn, it was from like a local farm. And it did, it, it, it did change like almost like a caramelly color. Oh, but ours was not that, it was gross. Oh, okay. Because I read, because I was like, oh, what happened? And I did read it's from the, the sugar in the corn. Okay. But it still tasted good. It just looked not like fresh corn. <laughs> so. Yeah, definitely. Definitely <laughs> did not look like fresh corn. Um, another harvest fail was potatoes. I learned the hard way how to uh, preserve potatoes. We'll talk about, we'll talk more about preserving in another podcast. Yeah. Cause I think we, yeah, we could talk a long time about preserve yeah. in general. Yeah. We have about five minutes left on the video, so. Okay, I'll just go, so a couple, of fa- well, most of my fails are things getting into the garden and eating my stuff. Oh. Um, we had a porcupine last year in there. We have deer. Then this year, the chickens discovered the garden. So most of my fails are animals eating the garden. We also have a lot of slugs. Um, that's a big problem, the slugs, especially with all this rain that is not helping the slug issue. You know what likes slugs and rain? Ducks. Yes. Yeah. Ducks are on my list. 
Hopefully next year. Um, Garden wins, I guess. So I was able, I, we're still eating our garlic from last year. So oh, that's great. happy about that. We're still eating our tomatoes from last year. So I was, my goal was to get a year's worth of those items. So that mm-hmm. I did, was able to do. So that made me pretty happy that I was able to do that. Hopefully again this year, that'll happen. Yeah. That's, we finished up. So we finished up our potatoes from last year. Besides what we saved to plant, mm-hmm. if we hadn't saved those to plant, we would still have potatoes. Yeah. So it's, I'll take that as a win. Yeah. Yeah. We need to, we're putting in a root cellar. Oh yes. That's awesome. So I'm looking forward to being able to save potatoes and carrots and onions and garlic yeah. in a root cellar. All right. Well, do we want to wrap it up where we're running out of time or do you have any last minute things you want to shout out about gardening? Shout out about gardening. It's fun. You should just try it. Just plant yeah. a plant and just learn. Yeah. If you live in a if you live in a city or an apartment and you don't have, you know, the ability to put like roots in the ground, get a pot. Start start a basil plant. Something yep. as simple as growing your own basil. Um, nothing like fresh basil. Grow a tomato. Yep. And it's so rewarding when you bring it in and you see, I grew this, I yeah. this started as a, as a seed and I had faith that it would grow. I put it in the ground. I had faith that it would grow and it did. And now I'm reaping the rewards and I'm providing this nourishment for my family with this, with this thing that I, I grew. Right. And nothing is going to taste better than something that you grow by yourself. Yeah. It's awesome. And it's addicting. So yes. So ready. just grow, just <laughs> grow it. I think that's, I think that's all. Oh, our next episode is going to be on, our next topic is. We're doing chickens? We're doing chickens. Chicken. Well, chickens, turkeys, ducks, oh my. Chickens, turkeys, ducks. <laughs> chickens, turkeys, ducks, my. Yes. Et cetera. Guinea hens and whatever else you have over there. <laughs> so, yeah. Quail, yes. I knew it was something else. I'm like, I think she has four things. Quail. Oh, you don't have quail. We do have four things. Chickens, ducks, turkeys, and guineas. Oh, okay. Okay. All right. Well, so yeah, be on the lookout for that. That'll be next week. Um, In the meanwhile, if you could please follow us on Instagram, uh, Figuring Out Homestead Life. Uh, We also have our personal Instagrams. Zig and Vine Homestead, Mrs. White Homestead Life. So find us on there. Share with your friends. If you could also please give us a rating on whatever podcast app that you watch or, or listen to this on, rather, that would be great. Um, it helps show the podcast to other people, and we would really appreciate it, and it would make us really happy. Yes, and you can watch this on video on YouTube. Yeah, I don't think we've mentioned that before. Yeah, so see us in our houses and our smiling faces on youtube on allison's homestead website Woo-hoo. all right <laughs> i think we're good all right